Welcome to Marriage Devotionals with Jeff and Debbie, a weekly opportunity to listen in as they share their personal devotionals to encourage you and yours. And now, here's your hosts, national speakers and authors, Jeff and Debbie. Hey guys, it's been a while and uh, we just wanted to kind of catch you up before we did the devotional for today. We have had lots going on in our family and, you know, when we started this in January, we talked about this being a journey and something that we wanted you to kind of go along with us on. Yeah, so we had unexpectedly had to go to Houston to take care of my parents. Their home got flooded. And then right after that, we went to Central Texas to pack up Debbie's mom, who's uh, struggling with some dementia and uh, we're having to move into assisted living. So we had to get her all uh, packed up from a three bedroom home to move her into a one bedroom assisted living center and going through literally decades of stuff that she has accumulated. And so uh, we didn't get a chance really to have time each day for us to sit down and say, okay, let's do a devotional. It was get up early in the morning and go solid until we were ready to collapse at night for the last several weeks. And so we had a lot of times of praying individually and we prayed together and prayed for each other in the midst of all of that. (laughs) But we didn't do like formal devotionals. So we're glad to get back into it. And we're just wanting to remind you that when life happens, um, you can stay together spiritually, but don't like, you know, Hit yourself over the head. Oh, we haven't done devotionals in a couple of weeks. It's okay. God understands. And um, you can get back into the the discipline. And I guess as a reminder, there's lots of different spiritual disciplines, lots of different ways to grow together as a couple in the Lord. And um, doing devotionals is one of those. And we're just here to remind you that you can just jump back in where you were before. So today, uh, June 11th, we're doing the devotional called Love the Unlovable. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Luke 6, 27 and 28. Your enemy isn't a soldier bearing down on you with a sword. It could be the neighbor mowing his lawn at 6 a.m. on a Saturday. Ooh, that would definitely be an enemy. (laughs) Or the road-raging driver in the next lane. The sneaky co-worker taking credit for your project. That relative who puts you down at every family gathering. You find yourselves insulted, embarrassed, or mistreated by those who don't care. Jesus challenges you to go against our instincts. You're to show love instead of lashing out. You're to pray, not punish. Offer care and concern, not cursing and criticism. You can take your desire for justice and revenge to God. In His perfect timing, He'll make everything right. He'll give you His mercy and patience towards everyone. Who is your enemy at this time? What is your wound? Find love, healing, and goodness through prayer today. Lord, we lift up our enemy to you today. Bring salvation and blessing to their life. Give us strength to love like Jesus. Amen. Hmm. You know, it's interesting because that whole give care and compassion and not criticism, um, sometimes... That one's harder for me just because of my personality. Not that my personality criticizes, but just that compassion doesn't come really easily. But it's really kind of cool because I just told you what my mom said um, the other day sitting in the new assisted living center about um, just thanking me for being patient with her and not making her feel rushed or 
those kind of things. So I think God can grow those things in us. Absolutely. So those of you who may be like, oh, I, I can't do that for my enemy. Well, I mean, you might just want to start doing it with your family, your loved one, and practice. Um, I, I guess my other thing that I immediately thought of when I heard um, that, Jeff, was just that there are sometimes we can be totally honest about what's happening within our family and others. I wouldn't say there's anybody in my family that's my enemy, but there's there's people and situations where I don't agree with the way somebody's handling things and we can't really like talk about it, but you and I can talk about it and we can take it to God and just, you know, mm-hmm. um, I want to, as much as possible, try to understand where people are coming from, even my enemies, um, and remind myself that not everybody lives life with the same filter that I live it or whatever. I guess that helps me sometimes in dealing with those kind of situations. Yeah, you know, really, you're saying it's not in your personality to be patient or to be caring and that we can change, and I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. If we submit and surrender whatever it is, our personalities or our approach to the Lord, because if you think about it, like patience is not a personality fruit. Yeah. It's a spiritual fruit. Yeah. And so all of that isn't dependent on our personalities. It's dependent on us asking God for that fruit. Mm. And you've done that so beautifully through the years. Uh, you are so incredibly patient. And I have mm. fallen in love with you all over again, watching you in this process with your mom. It's been such a hard hard transition for her as it would be for anybody at her age and um, you've just been so caring and compassionate through all that it's just been so cool to watch Um, I think one of the things that is so important when the Gospels talk about this passage is it says this is what separates us from the world Mm -hmm. is we're going to do things opposite the way the world does it yeah and we're in a time in our country where with immigration, the immigration battle and the fears of who's coming across our borders and, and who's coming into our homeland. Um, I, I, I go back to when our kids were on the world race and they had gotten rerouted to Greece to pull Syrian refugees out of the rafts and um, they're dealing with you know, kids dying on that trip, trying to get out of Syria into safety. And most of them were what people would consider our enemies. Mm -hmm. Many of them were uh, Muslims and um, many people would be afraid to serve them. And our kids taught us a lot, I think, when they were relaying their thoughts with all of that. They they just saw families, they just saw people, they saw children who were desperate for safety and they loved them and they met their needs and I remember them telling us about how some of the men even would say why are you treating us like this you're Christians you're supposed to hate us when other Muslims who are supposed to love us have treated us like animals and why are you so treating us so differently and it gave them the chance to be able to say because because we're Christians is why we treat you different because 
Jesus loves you. And so yeah. we're supposed to love you. And, and I've thought about that so many times. And no doubt we have to make sure that we secure our borders, but we also have to make sure that we don't act out of fear more than we act out of faith when it comes to dealing with people. And Yeah, that's good. Um, you, you know, I was looking back at what it says. It says, you find yourselves insulted, embarrassed, or mistreated by those who don't care. I think for me, when I start feeling those kind of things, um, my my like gut instinct is anger. It's not to be caring or kind or to show, you know, love to the unlovable. And that's something that I need to work out with Jesus, you know, um, because that's me just taking things wrong. Um, and, and that's me taking things personally when probably it wasn't even meant that way, you know? Um, and then a little bit later it said, um, you're to pray, not punish. And I think just making myself in the midst of feeling like somebody doesn't understand me or somebody took advantage of us or something like that, to pray about those people, to pray for them and, and not want to be part of the punishment or that they would get theirs or whatever. That sounds a little harsh. I don't think that, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, that I whole, I hope they, they get what's coming for, for them instead of man, God, God help them because I, I don't know what caused this, but you do. And I hope people would do that for me instead of wanting me punished and, and being at a point where I'm like, don't judge me. You don't even know the situation. And so I guess for some people I need to do the same. Don't judge me. I don't even know the situation to love those people who feel unlovable sometimes. So, Yeah. And I like the way that they, you know, close this particular one where the prayer is, you know, we want to lift our enemy up to you because really what we're doing is we're lifting your child up to you that we see as an enemy. Yeah. And then they say, bring salvation and blessing to their life. Wow. Because if they don't have salvation and if they don't have the blessing of a relationship with the Lord, we're going to get that fruit. Mm. And um, that's good. So that fruit's produced by the enemy, not by these people. Mm but by who's lording over their life. So if we can get past the action and just pray out of grace for their heart, not knowing what they're going through, right. but knowing that the Lord knows exactly what they're going through yeah. and he knows what they need. He knows if they, if justice is needed, if, if grace is needed, yeah. if um, growth or salvation is needed. And uh, as we're talking about all this, you and I are talking about external quote-unquote enemies, but a lot of couples who are struggling in their marriage, the first person they thought of was their spouse. Mm, that's so sad, but true. I mean, yeah. yeah, and because for some of them, the most, the deepest wounds have been inflicted by the yes. person that they trusted the most. Yeah. Yeah. And so many of those couples that we work with in our marriage intensives, if we were to say, who's your biggest enemy, they wouldn't hesitate. They'd wow. name their spouse. Yeah. Yeah. And so easier for you and I to be able to pray a long distance kind of prayer about an external enemy, much harder if it's the person that you trusted the most who's betrayed you the deepest. That's right. 
And so mm. um, I want to just be able to pray for good. those couples. That's good. Lord, I, um, I thank you for the fact that even in our hardest times that we went through years ago, I never saw Debbie as my enemy. Certainly, uh, I saw her as a threat for a while, and I treated her as a threat, and I still, even to this day, ask you to forgive me for that. There were times that she saw me as, as a threat, and um, I'm so grateful for um, her trusting you to, to be able to see me differently, and I thank you for the fact that that seems like ancient history in our relationship, and that it was not a long time, just that Thing we call our 18-month rut, but Lord, I realize that there are couples that maybe for more of their relationship than not, they've been adversaries, and for couples who are in deep woundedness and and experiencing spiritual PTSD, emotional mm -hmm. shutdown and paranoia, and um, they can't see their spouse as anything other than their enemy. Lord, I pray that you would change their perspective to see that no matter what their spouse has done, they aren't the enemy. They may be a hostage of the enemy. Um, they may be acting out of their own pain, and they don't know how to do it any differently. And so I ask, Lord, for your grace to be poured out over that entire situation and for them to not act out of their lack of trust in their spouse but to lack out to to act out of their trust in you yes, Lord. and um, for them to take the steps that you call them to take and um, not step back and see if it works by changing their spouse but to take the steps you're calling them to take just because it's what they need to do out of obedience to you Lord, I just piggyback on that prayer, um, not just for couples, not just for people with their spouses, but Lord, let us all act out of obedience to you, act out of our trust in you instead of acting out of any kind of uh, trust we lack in our enemy. Lord, you know what they need. Help us want and do the bringing them to you. Let us pray and not punish. Amen. Amen.